You probably know by now that Patreon helps keep this show going and ad-free, but you might not know all the benefits of being a Patreon supporter, starting with Swick Extra Minutes, the extended after-recordings of each episode of Swick. And that's really just the beginning. There's a whole lot more to being a Patreon supporter now, and you can learn all about it at patreon.com slash newsaz. Patreon is what keeps this show going, and we can't do all that we do without your support. So check out our new campaign at patreon.com slash newsaz. Hey, welcome to my labyrinth. Find your way out, and you're not going to do that. This is Star Wars in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at some of the elements that make up the Star Wars universe. Backstories, histories, and details you never knew, wanted to know, or ever need to know. Now here are this week's panelists of Star Wars in Character. Today we are talking about... Pablo Jill. Pablo Jill. Pablo Jill appears in episode two, Attack of the Clones. Wow, we haven't done a prequel guy in forever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tim shot is so like, lamentful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's one of those things that's uh, the the prequel. It, it, it is difficult to find interesting prequel people because a lot of them are Jedi and they all a lot of the Jedi really have very similar stories mm. so it, you kind of have to spread them out because if we did all the Jedi all together it'd be like well he was found as a baby and they turned you, into a Jedi you went on this diatribe I think it was Kaeta Mundi this diatribe of how every comic story about a Jedi is the same and you pretty much just blew the load on every prequel Jedi we could ever do with that diatribe with that outburst yeah. <laughs> and this and this guy isn't isn't really that much different there are some interesting things in his story but someone in his life that? his daughter was kidnapped he went and saved it there was bad guys he defeated them he went back and then there were at the attack of the clones and trivia yeah, tri- <laughs> yeah trivia uh <laughs> My name is Skullstale Cluster Chris. And when I say that, I always want to say Skullfuck. I don't know why. <laughs> Suffering Skokatash Chris. I'll shoot you then. Fuck the brain hole. What was that? Any reference to gross point blank. Oh, God. Okay. Jesus. I've not seen that in ages. Yeah, that was Dan Akron. I'm going to shoot you then. Fuck the brain hole. <laughs> I'll be coming around to kill you when I come popcorn. <laughs> Today I'm joined by Ord Mattel. Now, is it Ord Mattel or Ord Mantel? Because it's like there's no freaking consensus on which one it is. It's actually Mantel by I, I know, but it's like but there's Mantel and Mandel. If you look up both, they have the same Wikipedia entry, or at least they used to. Oh, Maybe that, was, that may have been the pre nonsense era. Damn it. I'm joined by Upside Down Face Dave. Upside down. My face looks like it is a weird, weird clown. I don't know. His face is all fucked up. It is. I, it is it, you described it perfectly. <laughs> all fucked up. A-M-P. All fucked up. And I, I use this, but I'm using it again, I think. Jedi Temple. Mm, <laughs> I don't know for sure. It sounds okay. like. Sounds like, like a big, have, it's a great I, name. Yeah, I can't remember. So Sarah, the historian, get on that. <laughs> yeah. Really? Um, Tim, Pablo, Jill me up, please. <laughs> I'm going to pop you. Pablo, Jill. Yeah. You know, he is a Jedi <laughs> of the wills. 
He has a lightsaber he'll cut. You down. His head is really weird and upside down. Down. He's not a clown. I like how you rhyme down with down. That was good. (laughs) I've been drinking. Thank you. I honestly, about this character, and I intentionally did not look, have zero idea what you're about to say and whom you are saying it about. I have no clue. So I'm just listening and learning because I No, 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 Dave, you have got to bring up the picture picture. of him. You've got to see the picture of him. All right. I chose this thing because this thing is is a fucking mess. mess. All fucked up. Pablo Jill, like it's spelled like the earth names. Yeah, Pablo, Pablo. and Jill the same. I'm assuming yeah. I know who it's named after without knowing who it's named after. Actually, it doesn't it doesn't even actually say. I mean, you would you would think it's named after Pablo Hidalgo. I, I, I'm, I, yeah, exactly. I'm assuming his wife is named Jill. I have no idea, of course. Oh uh, yeah, maybe. I, and actually, I didn't um, I didn't look at the uh, the canon. Let me. S- Oh my god. <laughs> I'll fuck yeah. up, Dave. Oh man. What is it? when is this thing in the movie? I mean I see when, but I don't remember ever seeing this thing. Actually oh I don't god. see that Pablo Hidalgo is even married, so maybe not. Maybe No, it says Pablo Jill is named after a uh visual effects supervisor oh, really? and producer team. Oh so okay. The the person's name is probably like Juan Pablo and Craig Jill or Lady Jill. <laughs> Juan you know, Pablo <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's named after Pablo Colorado, where you would send all your shit for self-help stuff back in the seventies. <laughs> you know what this? Oh, thing no, it's Pueblo, is, Pueblo. Sorry, Pueblo. This is stuff of nightmares. Hey, drop out. Yeah, be a pop. You know what? You know what? This looks exactly like, and it could fit right into his universe. Is who's that Mexican director? Um, oh, uh, 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 Dirty Sanchez. I, you, yeah, you also, like, you also said like Latino Labyrinth. names. I know. Yeah, Robert Pan. Rodriguez? Is that what's, the no, what's the guy's name that did Pan's Labyrinth? What is yeah, it? Is it Guillermo del Toro? Guillermo oh, del Toro. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. That looks like he yeah. walked right straight off of Hellboy. He, he does. Yeah. yeah. He does. I, I, was, I was thinking that or Hellraiser or 13 Hellraiser's Ghosts. Good. Hellraiser's good. Yeah. Yeah. This thing is straight out of Pan's Labyrinth. Actually, you know I what swear. it looks like? It could be a uh, uh, Cinnabite from Hellraiser. Or someone said Hellraiser. Never mind. I'm I'm a little <laughs> slow. Did you guys uh, know yeah. that Leia was Boosh? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, this guy. Oh my god. He looks. He looks like a piranha slash goldfish. That was like a face hunger came and ate him. This this and, looks. Uh, looks like an artist was working on a model for like weeks and lucas kept coming in saying mm, no and he finally got sick of it tore the head off and put it on upside down and he went oh that's that's the one that's it this is the kind of thing where where a band like some metal band some swedish metal band comes and says we need someone to create us an eddie or a rattlehead like megadeth and mm-hmm. some let's go to some high school kid to make us a a a character for our album cover and this is what they would come up with. This is this is like some Swedish metal band's mascot, uh, Pablo Jill. <laughs> Pablo Jill. <laughs> what does anyway. Pablo Jill sound like, Tim? Pablo Jill. No. Pablo Jill. A lot of teeth. <laughs> I think Pablo Jill can't close its lips, so he speaks without closing his lips. It's yeah, really. He's it's like the crazy. opposite of Peter Brady at the Portos and Apashash. Yeah, I wonder what his. Well, if when you look at a model of him, he he actually is making a. He actually you can actually see lips. 
Epps. Who's got a better smile, him or Kit if you're Fisto? You're on the, the Wikipedia page. Him or who? Kit who? Fisto. Kit who's Fisto. got the better smile? Oh, yeah, Kit Fisto. And there's one picture. Who's got, got who's... silver teeth like Jaws from fucking James Bond. Richard Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. The, that's very. Or the Xenoblade. Zeno, cool. It's got like Xenobite teeth. Yeah. From Hellraiser. Terrible. No, Leia was Boosh. Xenomorph. Excuse me. Xenomorph. Xenomorph. Yeah. Um, this I, now I see why you chose it. This is, uh, I mean, I don't know what you're about to say, but just at at looking at it, it's, I, every, every, I, I get it now. Every single <laughs> licensed action figure looks like a fucking fan made action figure, even though they're it, actually it like really store bought. This is something like if if you were to if you were to take this, there's a there's a picture that's just like a headshot. It's another so good, good guy, bad guy. I get, I guarantee you, nine out of ten. Would say bad guy. Like this is like yeah. something like a like like a Sith dog or something. Sith dog. <laughs> fish. Sit Pablo. Sit. Good dog. <laughs> good, good dog. Good Jedi. I always think of um, no, when you say he that. Is, he is a good. He is a good guy. He is a Jedi. Uh, he is of the uh, the Angri species, which are native to the Skullstell cluster. Of planets and uh that was just a word salad you said i don't know anything (laughs) exactly (laughs) these are all words we've never we've never read we've never seen and probably will never hear ever again um but uh but yeah the 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 skullstale uh cluster of planets are ocean planets so these guys are are amphibious Yeah, and uh, the, the, everything about it is just like <laughs> not yeah. picturing the top of his head like a jaw scene. Didn't, yeah. didn't, <laughs> well, they kind of look like the Mon Calamari too. Sorry, yeah, uh, there, yeah, yeah, a little bit of that. It's, it, it's I, like I, a tadpole version of the Mon Calamari. Yeah, right. But um, but apparently these species are 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 very calm. They're very uh, they're very diplomatic, and uh, they they say that. You know they have eye stalks that come out the side of their head, so they can see things from different angles and see see other things. They have a very good view of of the world around them. They're not very not myopic, but they they have very, almost like a panoramic view of everything around them. And so they think that 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 view of the world actually affects their personality and makes them able to see thing see other ideas from different angles. So it makes them very good diplomats and negotiators and politicians. Anyone else? Feel like Tim just went and fast forward for that last bit there, a little bit. <laughs> you were, you're sorry, Tim. You were breaking up, and like the breakups were like perfectly timed that we heard everything you said, but it sounded like you were being put on fast forward. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's what you call AT and T internet. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. What you, yeah, yeah. Say no more. I know what you speak. <laughs> so yeah, see, so his his species uh, are, are known. Uh, to be politicians in that in in that kind of uh, stuff, and then they also and then they also are since since they have a very good way of dealing with people, they also work well in the cr- in the criminal underworld. So oh. in terms of persuasion, so they they'll they'll work as like um, assistants to crime bosses and things of that sort. Sort of like Jabba, although I don't believe Jabba had any of these hanging around him. No, no, he no. killed them on sight with fire because they're yeah. horrifying. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's a bug. Yeah, when a, he wouldn't, he would never let an angry into his into right. his uh, yeah. lair. Get them out. 
Um, There's only now, one like bath and Squidhead was in it. <laughs> um, like most Jedi, he was discovered force sensitive as an early age. There's no information on his family. No, and also no information on his early Jedi training on who his master was. Uh, so all of that stuff, there's no information. And it basically just fast forwards to him being a Jedi Knight and being dispatched to the planet of Ord Mantell in the mid rim uh, to try to be a peacekeeper in this world, which apparently is lawless. We need to do something about the planet of Ord Mantell at some point. Because yes. It comes up I, frequently. I absolutely agree. And there is a, uh, one of just an obscure, it, um, I wouldn't say obscure. Maybe that's the wrong term. There was a rare seems the wrong term either. A, a, a lesser known real long book of, uh, Ord Mantell. I think it, I don't know if it's Ord Mantell or Ord Mantell. Yeah. It, it it tells the story that ha- that one line Han Solo said in Empire Strikes Back. He's like, oh, that bounty hunter Ord Mantell made me change my mind or whatever he said. That <laughs> one line prompted this entire read along book. It's like one of my favorites of all time. I don't know. There's why I got there's it. That, but and I, and I have I've, I have a feeling that the difference between Ord Mantell and Ord Mandel is in the spell i want to say in the newspaper <laughs> strips is yeah, it's a letter uh in one, the one newspaper strips put, i think they also go ahead I'm sorry. I'm sorry no i was just say one of them was in jail for 27 years the other wasn't <laughs> but uh in the newspaper strips there's also a story that they run into a bounty hunter on an ord mantel or ord mandel and i think yeah, in this no, one I see what you're saying yeah yeah, so uh, that, that that may be the difference between the two is because at the time that these came out, there were two different stories taking place on a planet that sounded the same with a bounty hunter. So I think they had to differentiate one from the other. And I think, uh, and I might be wrong, maybe it's my imagination, maybe it's like a fan fiction thing I read, or it might not be a real, but I thought there was a published story of Dengar being the bounty hunter he ran into an ornamental or Dell or whatever he called that sounds familiar too there's three stories <laughs> <laughs> then there was a that guy was, that was howie as you say there's a guy who hosted a game show Bobby's where there was a million dollars in a briefcase yeah. and he had ran into han, han solo <laughs> but he wouldn't shake his yeah. hand yeah nope <laughs> um now uh for reasons that he never he never um Expressed it, but he never took a Padawan. So he because well, everyone he, was frightened to death of him. Yeah, hey little child, come close. No, ah! look at him, the fucked up face. <laughs> yeah, that was his, that was what the the little the younglings called him. F U F. Please, Mister Skywalker, we saw Bob Lojeda with the fucked up face walking around. Please save us. Please kill us. We can't get that <laughs> image out of our heads. He was actually doing. He's actually doing him a favor. That's your impression yeah. of that one kid that talks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Bye, Mr. Skywalker, kill us. It's a super um, young uh, uh, Remus Antilles. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, as I said, he, he spent his he spent his, uh, his 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 Jedi Knight formative years after becoming a knight, bringing peace to Ord Mendel. Um, then we fast forward to Episode Two. Where he happens to be at the Jedi Temple when all the shit goes down with Anakin and Obi-Wan getting captured and they have to go out and rescue them. 
So he uh, he he flies out there to with uh, flies out there with uh, 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 Mace Windu and all those dudes to save him. He somehow gets separated from them. So I he's he's I think he's in the battle in the in the arena and then is somehow not in the arena. Like he somehow gets out of the arena and then is fighting out alongside Yoda outside. Blame in sync. Yeah. Or is that the other one? This is the other so, guy? That's Backstreet. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Backstreet. Come on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> so he is there Justin, in the, that's Justin Bieber. Yep. Bieber. <laughs> he is there in the arena. Um, and you do you do see him very briefly. Um, but then yeah, and then supposedly as the when the clone troopers come in, he's in the outside battle. Uh, with Bar- with Barris Offy, uh, fighting alongside the new clone army. Um, as the Clone Wars sort of progressed, he was a general throughout the Clone Wars. Never never attained the rank of master, um, but uh, because he he never had a Padawan. I think that's a that's a thing. Is like you have to have a Padawan in order to become a master. Hmm. Um, you have to. Like think you, you have to. You can't be like part of becoming a master is is showing that you can teach someone else. I, I, I think so. I thought that that's how, that's how that worked. I like that. (laughs) I like that. So he's a, he's a confirmed, he's, he's, he's like a confirmed bachelor. He's a confirmed knight. Uh, I ain't taking no kid under my wings. Fuck those kids, man. Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Someone give me some chum. Someone gave him some big league chew. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine the bubbles he could blow? To float away. I like that sound effect. Antonio, <laughs> this is this is all going to be in Pan's Labyrinth too. <laughs> yeah, right. With yeah. Tim, Tim yeah, doing most- or Hellboy three. Yeah. Tim, oh, he's not involved notes. in that one. God damn it. No. No. <laughs> Poor Guillermo. <He's> not. <laughs> Um, now, as uh, as as we fast forward to episode three, he does have some involvement with the early battle, although we never see him in episode three. So, so basically, at the beginning of episode three, before the movie starts, we see this in the the little micro series of Palpatine being kidnapped. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. by Grievous and taken up to his his uh, ship. I think it was called the Invisible Hand. And so Pablo Jill is one of the Jedi that chases after him. So he hops into a ship and chases after uh, Grievous in his shuttle. And he, he actually reaches, gets up to the ship where Grievous goes to gets out and uh, onto the hangar. And he's in a, it was him and um, another Jedi by the name of Lacio set. Sajan, who doesn't even have a picture. I didn't see a picture of him on, on Wikipedia. And the two of them actually engage in a lightsaber battle with uh, Moff Krim. With, with Moff Krim, yes. <laughs> with, with Moff Krim and Grievous. And Grievous kills both of them and takes their lightsabers as his trophy. So when you see him showing up the lightsabers, one of those lightsabers is Pablo Jill's. Ah. I actually and like so that tie-in. As a, I like that. Yeah, but uh, Wait, Dave likes Grievous it? being. I, don't like I do. It. I don't. Like it, it. it is pretty cool that one of those lightsabers <laughs> is 
Disney. What's Because uh, then it's like it's like he's there, but he's not there, and right. we're just supposed to believe he's out there, like flying a ship or whatever. I'm down with this guy. Good job, Tim. Yeah, well, down well, with after, this guy. Down after with he this dies. <laughs> after he dies, Grievous to send a message kicks Pablo Jill's body out into space. No, he wants, he wants the Republic to see his dead body floating around there in the battle. Here's so I'm assuming his body eventually re-enters and is probably burned up. Is he put him yeah. in the sunglasses case like Spock? He just kicks him out <laughs> <No>. there. <laughs> like Spock. Of, of all, all those fucked up Jedi, his was the <laughs> least. Airman. I don't know if I. I don't know if I'm flattered or, or scared that me and Tim went right to the same quote on that one there, but Airman. that was pretty cool. <laughs> Going. Airman. And then that, um, and then that Pan's Labyrinth thing with the eyeballs and its hands pops up and it's like, "How you doing? Hey, welcome Doug to Jones. my labyrinth. Find your way out. You're not gonna go. Do, you're not gonna do that." That was Doug Jones, who was also in Falling Skies. Falling Skies. And Doug Jones, who was at uh, Fanboy Expo that I went that to is, last weekend. <laughs> Doug Jones was a Silver Surfer. Yes, he, he was. was. Doug Jones. That's one. That is one of the few celebrities I've ever met, and super fucking nice guy. He's just he, he's one of those guys you could just you, you introduce yourself, tell him you like whatever work he's in, and your conversation just goes into like you're talking to your buddy. That guy was awesome. <laughs> I will cut that out because that has fucking nothing to do with this episode. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want, I want Doug Jones to show up in a Star Wars movie. The guy's talented. I'm still having it, Tim. <laughs> Doing the voice of Pan's, the pan. <laughs> okay, you're not going to get out of my, get out of my limit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wish Tim could remember the voices he did because... I so there's like every Christmas special revolves is pretty much every idea I have revolves around ten of Tim's voices and then we get the recording and you can't remember him and he just goes to Tony Danza. <laughs> yeah, hey, oh. <laughs> hey welcome my labyrinth. Find your way out. Oh, hey, hello, hey, oh, I'm my oh. Hey, I'm the Emperor. Hey, oh, hey. Yeah. Hey, I'm Wilbur Hood. Hey, oh, it's what I do. <laughs> hey, oh. Watch out, brain freeze. <laughs> um. <laughs> so that's that's all I got for for his story. I just have a little bit of behind the scenes information on this dude. Yeah, believe it or <laughs> yeah. not, there were only three completely CGI Jedi in Attack of the Clones. I think Coleman Trabor was one. Hayden what? Christensen or Christian, whatever his name is. <laughs> Christensen. Uh, I don't I don't know who all three of them. I I, I speculate Coleman Trabor was one. I don't know who the third one was, but uh, the or the second one was, but uh, Pablo Jill was the third one. Because his 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 look was just so awkward that they couldn't really figure out how to make a s- actual suit for it. Although they probably could have. They could yeah, it's have a, done that's that. A, that's a that could be an easy. Ma- Even I could make that mask, and I don't know how to make yeah. masks. That's lazy. Who is the third Yoda? <laughs> you know what that you, that may be. Uh, they didn't. They didn't say. It just said three Jedi were completely in. Yoda is a Jedi, so maybe maybe that wasn't. They could have easily had. I mean, I just looked like was looking at the picture. Like, is it has his mouth? It wasn't like you saw the thing up close. They could have had the guy looking out the mouth. I mean, the yeah. the goddamn Philly fanatic looks at his neck all these years. <laughs> they he's can't gonna, figure. They can't figure this out. I mean, Jesus. He's got a tray hole for an eye hole. I can see out the tray. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, and believe it or not, as as, obs- 
as obscure as this as this <laughs> abomination okay, is. Dave? No, <laughs> Tim is killing me. Because then I start thinking of Dennis Larry with the trick hole and, and ordering at the fast food place. I'm not working very good. I want a Whopper large fry. Stop making fun of me. I'm not making fun of you. <laughs> Remember that. Oh, my God, Tim. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, the last thing I have is is this this abomination of a character. This is probably one of the most hideously designed characters in all of Star Wars. Well, how this got approved, I have no idea. <laughs> this has released, they, they have released three different action figures for him. Oh my God. Over the course of, over the course of several years, he even got a black series action figure. I, I'm looking at that. His, his horrific look doesn't stop and, and start and stop with his head. His hands and his legs are terrifying yeah. as well. He's got like bow leg. He's it's, yeah. it's like it's like he's, he's got, got like cowboy leg. Yeah, he's like got like rancher. well, he's got like like animal legs where it's like the, he's got like the backwards bending knee and his hands yeah. has like it's like oh it's like these the he's only got like a four fingered hand. It's like two thumbs and two fingers. It's fucking weird <laughs> as shit. Yeah, it's 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 bizarre, but yeah, and and he and in the black series packaging, he looks really weird. The other packaging, not so bad. But the Black Series packaging, it looks really bizarre. Um, so, yeah. That's him. That's, <laughs> that's my Pablo. That's, that's how my Tim Pablo. That's <laughs> my Pablo. Anyone else remember That's My Mama or is it just me? Yeah. Yeah, I that's love my that mama. show. Oh, I used to love that's that show. That's my bush. It was probably on before Good Times and After What's Happening. Yep. Swamp woman. <laughs> Won't you let me there stop are- in your swamp? Would you let me stop in your swamp? <laughs> there are a couple um, other characters of his species. I think in the Clone Wars TV series, you know, there's 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 one there's, apparently in the fucking movie. It's like it's him, but with like fucking liver spots. Yeah. I, it's all uh, about you, Yeah, you see him. Um, in Attack of the or in, in the Clone Wars, he he plays a a, a, a High Council Jedi uh, there, and I think I also read that you see him a character of his in the Coruscant scene down in the Entertainment District, walking around, and he was supposed to be a corrupt mayor. Is kind of what I read, mm. but I didn't I didn't go too deep into that since it wasn't it was neither here nor there. But I like the poses that that people have put this action figure in. He. he can do some very weird poses with this with this weird <laughs> monkey if, arms. If you can turn his head like on on the figures like upside down, so it make looks him look. Like, I, yeah, I would like to look. see someone pop this head off and put it right side up and see what it looks yeah. like. So yeah, you see the eyes up top and the mouth on the bottom. It probably looks he awesome. Would, he would he would look like a happy minnow, <laughs> <laughs> a guppy, guppy That's Jedi. Cool. I love this guy. I hate he this guy. Cool. <laughs> so you you also like in sync instead of Backstreet. So I don't like you, either uh, of them. To be the the I got news for you, Dave. They both suck. Don't you dare! Games I like Leo. <laughs> okay. Did Leo ever do a Backstreet song? Uh, is everybody a Backstreet song? Yeah. Then yes, and uh, clearly you did not listen to our Leo Best of Fives, you asshole. I did, that was on the list. <laughs> Thank you, Chris. <laughs> I told you I got about to your first thing, and I uh, thought I'll listen to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, well, Matt, do you have any any feedback? I have got yeah. I'm going back to the post office box here. So first, 
first postcard we got here. Oh, it's this absolutely beautiful, beautiful, stunning castle in uh, Exeter, which I know I know I fucking said that wrong. It says Exeter from the air in Devon. Exeter's 12th century cathedral. Okay, it's a church. I'm sorry. It's not a castle. Cathedral dominates <laughs> the shops and houses around the cathedral close. So nice, beautiful image. And on the postcard, the words say, Matt, please send me beer. <laughs> and it says, Chris, Dave, Tim, suck it until he does. <laughs> Holy shit. And it's signed suck that it Ol- until beer arrives. <laughs> it's signed Ollie, the punk rock skunk. And Ollie, I, I, this is, gives me an opportunity to do plug a show. I haven't been able to, t- I've talked about on our show, but not in years. And it's not because they haven't done the episode. Well, they haven't, but they haven't had the opportunity because of what they cover. I Ali has actually done a best of fives. He's done best of fives. Uh, I think cover songs about three, four months ago. Mm, yeah. I met Ali through another podcast called the Scudder cast, which is my all time favorite red uh, dwarf oh, yeah. theme podcast. And they've come back because red dwarf has come back. So they have new episodes. People might not know this if they're red dwarf fans with the return of the series. Scudder cast has come back and I just caught up on them. Uh, through some a few nights at the gym, and I messaged Anthony, who has helped us out in our Christmas specials. They're on form. They're just as good as when the show went off the air, and they're back. And if you enjoy Red Dwarf and you've not heard them before, uh, check them out. It's it's there's about a half dozen. You know, much like anything that has a strong fan base, has about a half dozen shows. Scuttercast is by far and away my favorite. So thank you, Ollie, for your postcard, and thank you for giving me that opportunity to uh, mm-hmm. plug their work as well. Um, next one is a letter. I did say Ooh, more shit. than once that you could send a letter, so I'll try to read this uh, best I can. Um, I'm not the best uh, paper reader, but I'll try. It says, hello, Tim, Chris, Dave and Tim wanted to send a nice postcard, but it's kind of hard to find one in my town, Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's that's really not far from it's, you guys, is it? Uh, yeah, not at all. Okay. Carlisle, Pennsylvania is a small town, but still surprised that I could not find one. Then again, I'm lazy and didn't look very hard. So just printed one off from the interweb, and then in my hand is a, uh, I, I guess it's a picture of the water tower in the middle of Carlisle, Pennsylvania, now that he's pointed that out. Hey. He said, I was hoping to find a postcard of Carlisle's famous tree octopus. Yes, Dave, we have them here. Thank you, Matt, for all your hard work in producing the podcast. Thank you, Chris and Dave, for all the laughs. It gets me through the day. Uh, I'm sorry. It gets me through the boring work day. And God damn it, Tim, do Chris a favor and just space, space, space. Suck (laughs) it. Yeah. (laughs) Loyal listener, Jeff. And then he left his email. So, both Jeff and Ollie will be getting a download code for our lumpy episode. If you don't know what that is, I'm sure you do by now, but just in case you don't, it is the exclusive episode we did for star Wars celebration, 2017 about lumpy Chewbacca's famous son from the holiday special. And if you want to send us a postcard, you can do that by sending it to our PO box, which is news as PO box seven, seven, one, nine, seven, five, Orlando, Florida, three, two, eight, seven, seven, and that leads into our Patreon supporter of the episode. And picking randomly from my deck of cards, we have got Thomas Froland. So, Thomas, thank you for your support. If you don't know about Patreon or our particular Patreon campaign, it's a way that you can help support the show. I keep saying the same thing over and over, but I, I, I just don't know what else to say. It is absolutely 
hands down the thing that keeps everything online. I mean, I, I just, I, I know I sound like a broken record, but without it, we have had, we've been doing shows at Neozaz for eight years now, and we managed to keep them all online. Everything with that is a cost. And the more we grow, the more shows we do, the more, pe- more people that found it, the, the uh, find it, the more it costs us to keep everything online. And Patreon is helping us do that a lot. And I can't under, <laughs> I can't understate how much that helps us. I don't know if I'm doing a very good job explaining it. It's late. It's our third recording. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's a very important cog into everything we do at Neo's as particularly in Star Wars and character, because as the most shows that we do without it, people would not be able to go back and listen to the things we did six years ago. I hope that came out clear i hope that <laughs> understanding yeah, or if it didn't definitely. maybe at least made you laugh so thank you thomas and thank you everyone that supports us on patreon if you want to learn more really easy to find go to patreon.com slash news as and that'll actually explain it better than i just did tim um what what's the chances of you posting selfies of just sucking stuff <laughs> like oh pops that's very very uh lollipops cucumbers mm. You can, yeah, that's not that's probably not gonna happen. All right. I tried. <laughs> well, are Dave, you sure are you sure you're asking on behalf of the listeners or for your own like personal yeah. stash? Yeah. Photo album. No. I did have an idea. Words. If you if you guys want to indulge me, this is a little bit of a short episode. I did have an idea for a Patreon a new Patreon series that kind of harkens back to something that we talked about. Smitty and I are doing uh, we're finally dipping our toe into the Movie Minute podcast. You guys know what that is? Yeah. 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 It's okay. For anyone that doesn't know, you watch a movie one minute at a time. You record an episode about it. I, I guess I can announce it here. We're doing Airplane Minute. No brainer. Ooh. Me and Smitty doing Airplane. Wow. It has been an absolute blast so far. It gave me the idea for us to maybe do a Patreon exclusive series called Lobot Minute, where we go back to the very first episode and listen to it minute by minute and talk about it. Ugh. <laughs> that's an excellent idea man <laughs> i like it all right well that's something we'll work on i mean well, I, I, i'll cut it up and see that was only like 20 that was less than a half hour yeah right? that's what i'm saying it's doable we could probably do it in a few recordings and i think it would be interesting when we get to particular parts that you know six years later probably have a different aspect i'll cut it up and see what it sounds like and get with you guys but if you're at least, at least, bit interested. I'll, I'll pursue it, and that might be a Patreon edition coming soon. Yeah, excellent ideas. All right, I'm full Especially of ideas. I just don't have enough time, resources, right. or energy to do them all. Well, then you can also take this opportunity to say that you'll be accepting applications for interns. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. The, <laughs> the blonder, the better. Did I, wait, did I say that? No. I, I was thinking it. I know that. Dolph Lundgren. Are you still out there? Dolph Lundgren. Dolph. He's pretty blonde. He's blonde. <laughs> There's, oh. He's better. So is Gary Busey. <laughs> Shit. That's what he's modeled after. Oh, Gary Busey? Busey? Pablo Jill. Pablo Jill t- does kind of look like Gary Busey. <laughs> he does. This is like, what it looked like Gary- if he had one more motorcycle accident. Put some... Yeah. Put some Buddy Holly glasses on his chin, and he's all set. Something about his chin. Well, Dave, is a time. <laughs> it's time for the what's it called? The book? 
Randy the Jedi Scott, Masters Quiz Book. Wallace. 425 cosmic questions and answers about Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back, compiled by Rusty Miller. So that, that title right there. Test yourself. Point. Test a friend. Test a Wookiee. I'm cutting off Dave on purpose. Test a Wookiee. Who is Red Six in the Battle of the Death Star? What was 3PO's first job? How many horns does the Tauntaun have? Where did Luke and Han first meet? Stumped already? That bull, that title is bullshit. Do, does, um, do they ever use the word cosmic or the cosmos in Star Wars at all? I think Han yeah. Solo might once. Does he, when he's talking about the Force, does he say uh, that yeah, he doesn't believe in some, some kind of cosmic no, thing? I don't think he does. It, it seems like, I, I see where you're going with that. It seems like he would, but I don't think he actually does. Okay. I don't like that word, cosmic. No, there's no Carl Sagan like there on the Star Wars set. Could you please put something in about the cosmic and the billions and billions of stars that the Star Wars universe could go to? Yeah, that, that word does not go with that word does not go with Star Wars for for me no. for some reason. I know that Rusty's probably really upset about that. He's hearing this now, he's like, fuck! I was 12 goddamn years old, you asshole. Rusty's pe- petting the seventh of his 12 cats saying, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> no way. That guy's probably laying pipe all over the place. You know what? He just has to drop that at any convention. He'll be laying pipe all over Comic-Con. If he just drop the Pensacola furry convention, he's all Dick. set. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down with Rusty. You down with Rusty E? Yeah, you know me. You know me? (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, the scores are Tim is in first with seven. Then Matt and I have six, and Chris has five. We've gone two episodes in a row with us all getting our questions right. Let's see if we can make it three in a row. Pressure. Chris, you're first. All (laughs) righty. I would ask this, but it makes no sense. Oh, shit. Well, I'm going to ask it, but it's not your question. What rank did he hold? That's all it says. There's no, there's nothing on this page and nothing on the page before it that says who this is about. So I, I won't give rank. you that one. So let me second let me flip and look at the <laughs> second from the top page on that. It says, what were the colors of the Rebel pilots' flight suits in Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back? What? What were the colors? What were the colors of the Rebel pilots' flight suits in Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back? That's actually. I think easy. Let me look at the answer before I say that shit. Like, is that oh, yeah, like you got pants? this. Just look at your. Sh- if you're in your basement, yeah, look at your shelf. You, you'll uh, you'll see one and go, oh shit, yes, of course. Like I'm thinking like orange, orange and white is what I'm what I'm looking at. And uh, well, how about that? That's gonna be. Let me know. All right, orange and white. The answer is, it white is, or is, it, is it white or gray? I'm saying white. All right, orange, orange and white. Keep going. Orange, white, and gray. It says orange and white, and in parentheses with some gray. Oh! Thank you. Everything. I gave you that. Point. I gave you that. Well, I was thinking. I was like, does he mean just like an X-wing pilot? Like that's what I was. Re- remember me next chance you have to buy me a beer. Done. <laughs> Well, at any rate, that is a correct answer for Chris, and he's up to six. Finally. So if we <laughs> all get it wrong, you're get within one wrong. point. <laughs> we're in one, you're in one point of the lead. Ask but everyone is- what rank is he. <laughs> yeah, right. That was weird. I don't know what that was. Well, it's my turn, Matt. Okay. Let me just pick one second from the top. 
What piece of machinery was Luke holding onto at the bottom of Cloud City? Let me say that again without the slur. What piece of machinery was Luke holding onto at the bottom of Cloud City? And this has got to be a book question because I have no fucking idea. I, I can see what it is, but I don't know what it's called. Cosmic Pecker. Oh, you can get this. You can get <laughs> well, this. If you, if you think outside the box, you can get this. He goes down what I uh, always assumed was a trash chute because there is something in there with him that like falls out. This is but hand. then he hangs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was kind of wish it was like it would be. I know. Right? Yeah. To see his hand. And there's Maz Katata there to catch the lightsaber. Yeah. Saber. Sure. Got it. Sure. Mine. 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 <laughs> yeah. Right. Mine. 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 Um. But then he's on the thing at the bottom, and I, I always kind of thought it was like a weather vane, but usually weather vanes are on the top, and that's on the bottom. Uh, I'm just going to say a weather vane. Or like some kind of weather equipment. Just stop talking because it's weather vane, and I'm oh, okay. shocked you got it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good job, Dave. Champagne. <laughs> All right. Matt, your turn. All right. Why was Darth Vader at Cloud City? To get See, to this, the other I side. hate these nebulous. <laughs> yeah, right. I hate these <laughs> nebulous questions. I'm gonna. I mean, it's got to be to eat. Yeah, right. It's because he followed. I mean, because to capture. Oh, she's. That's the thing. It's like first answer is to capture Han Solo. Then the second answer is to lure Luke Skywalker. And then the third answer is to eat. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna to go with I'm gonna Skywalker. go with the capture Luke Skywalker <laughs> to eat to eat ribs. We ate ribs, ribs with, with this dude. Two fifty eight. Wait, that's not right. Oh man, I lost. Wait, where is it? To oh to try to capture Luke. Is that right? I don't even know what I said at this point. Yeah, that's okay. what you said. <laughs> it's uh <laughs> it's Tim Star. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm I get that question like that. That's a crazy question. What are the titles of the 16 musical segments written for Star Wars? Seriously? <laughs> I, can, I can do another one if you want. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> do you want to try? Uh, how about this? How, about, how many? Um, 16? 16. Give me six. Okay, there's main title. Hold on, I have to get the answers. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay, I got it. Okay. Oh, geez, this is this is tough. There's the okay. There's the main title. That's one. There's the end credits. <laughs> okay, two. <laughs> end title, but uh, I'll give it to you. Rusty's Rusty's a stickler for detail, but I'm I'm a little more lenient. Oh, well, like what is it? Uh, fanfare en- and no, it says end title. Or cel- end title. Cel- celebrate. Uh, this is end title. Calm down, okay. Tim. It's so, end title. Uh, <laughs> uh, binary sunset. Uh, that's funny. It's not here, but I know you're right because I've used that in our Christmas special. So I'll give that to you, but it's not in here. Rusty uh, Princess sucks. Leia's theme. Okay, that, that's in here. Um, I want to say uh, something about the Death Star trench, the trench run. Mm, that's got to be. It. I don't see it, but hmm. mm-hmm. nope, can't give you that, that one. Oh. 
Uh, there's the the, uh, the Jawas theme. Okay, little people work. That's uh, you did the politically correct. <laughs> the midge, the midge. Come crop. on, there's the most famous one that people that don't even know Star Wars know this song. Oh, uh, Cantina. There theme. you go. Yep. There you go. That's six. Yeah. yeah. And Han Solo, Han Solo doesn't have a theme, does he? No. No. Don't push it. You got your six. <laughs> Calm the fuck down. What is the list? What is According the, what is to Rusty main title, Imperial Attack, Princess Leia's theme, The Desert and the Robot Auction, The Land of the Sand People, Mouse Robot and Blasting Off, The Return Home, The Walls Converge, The Princess Appears, Ben's Death and the TIE Fighter Attack, The Little People Work, Rescue of the Princess, Inner City, Cantina Band, The Last Battle, The Throne Room, and End Title. Are those real titles? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Okay. I know the first Some... the first release of it. I mean, it was on vinyl. I mean, so you had a limited, a, a limited space. So the vinyl really cut a lot of the music out back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you only had like forty minutes of music, and right, yep, fit on there, something like that. So Binary Sons was on, wasn't on the list, but we know that's that's one. All right, so Tim got that right. Yep. Okay, so that makes it Tim with eight, Matt and Dave with seven, and Chris with six. So nobody really changed positions. And, I'm gonna uh, have. Uh, yeah, I need to give this. I, I've been saying this every off season. I mean, Chrissy's home all day now i need to give her this book and just read them and, and do the random pick like we did with lou and christian mm. right yeah no i mean it'll it'll work itself out because yeah, i see some point- i see really hard questions and i just i take them out i was like i can't ask you this this is this is <laughs> stupid like anthony daniel's birthday who knows that yeah, that uh, is April eighth. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, re- I remember. I remember when I bought that book. I paid sure. I'm like, I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to know Billy D. Williams' birthday? Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, as long as they can be certainly challenging, as long as it has something to do with the film, they, like you know, yeah. like not not the people's outside lives. I don't give a crap about those people. I want them <laughs> to entertain me. Well, uh, Tim, excellent job on Pablo Joe. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Phenomenal. And join us next time when we discuss Cammy. Thanks for listening to Star Wars in Character. Star Wars in Character is part of the NeoZaz.com network of podcasts. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, please visit www.neozaz.com. Star Wars in Character is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited or 20th Century Fox. Star Wars and all Star Wars universe characters, places, or Star Wars related items are the copyright of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit www.swic.neozaz.com for the latest Star Wars in Character episodes and information.